It's Friday, June 5th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. Today, we discuss the notion of wearing a mask to have sex, give a brief update on the protests, talk online comedy shows and bombing from the comfort of your own home, road rage, the daily dose with me, Jen Grant, your comments, and more. We kick it off with the beautiful stylings of Roseanne Baker Thornley. seem to blur the line of what is hers and what is mine I trust your lips but not your eyes and all the signs that tell me otherwise and in the dark I can't undo the talk that leads us right into the words the feet the quiet flame and you are not the same because of me of me and I know that you know that I don't want to let you go and I know that you know that I can't wait forever cause she ain't never gonna let you go understand but there's no way you really can you bear your soul and then you leave and tell me you can't stay because of me because of me time that I keep bending I walk a line that has no ending and you can say what you believe but you keep coming back because of me because of me and I know that you know that I don't want to let you go and I know that you know I can't wait forever Cause she ain't never gonna let you go Every time you come You change You change Every time you come You change You change time you walk away I am in your brain and you change and you change because of me and I know that you know that I don't want to let you go and I know that you know that I can't wait forever cause she ain't never ever no she ain't never ever gonna let you go because of me
No. Why don't we do a take Taz, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vodri. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delisepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am I doing? Yeah, Julian Dion Comedy, Comedy Hour? You're okay. listening to the... <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy, changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Not really, I'm overworking, but days in the holidays, happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. Eh? <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Toller. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA system. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show you and me below, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's a, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. Friday morning, Friday, June 5th, from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hi, hi, hi. We are live on Facebook, as we are every morning, Monday to Friday at 7 a.m. If you're with us live, please give us a share, why don't you? Why don't you? Good morning, Gen Z. Good morning. Oops, let's bring this down a notch. All right, welcome to the show. It's Friday. It's our last show of the week. Sweet, so sweet. Why am I doing this? Right. We are not sure. The pre-show song by the amazing and talented uh, Roseanne Baker Thornley. Everybody, RBT music. 
deep voice. I actually thought it was a guy. Really? Yeah. I disagree, but um, I think, yeah. You disagree with my thoughts? Yeah. She has a deep voice. Anyway, Roseanne is... Uh, no, it's beautiful. I loved it. Yeah. But you know when you have an idea in your head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's uh, Roseanne Baker Thornley. Be sure to uh, check her out. She's a friend, dear friend. We... We... Um, and she's watching. This show is watches. So, uh, good morning, Rosie. And please, uh, yeah, go check out her music. And we did an interview together back in 2017. She And I've said this before, she's the uh, first time I've cried on the podcast was with uh, one of her songs. Anyway, Roseanne Baker Thornley. Beautiful. It was so good. Amazing. And uh, so, yeah, here we are. It's Friday. Props to, by the way, PM Godin. One of our uh, top fans, top listeners for photoshopping <laughs> ass milk yesterday. <laughs> Hilaire's McGears. It was super good. And uh, I was until I realized that it was photoshopped. I was putting it on the grocery list. <laughs> Did you actually think it was real? Uh, do you? Uh, is that a real question yeah. right now? Yeah. No. Well, you said no. Uh, it sounded like the two first comments, you and Yvonne, thought it was actually real. Well, it was a joke. Uh, what Got do you call it. it? It's not a GIF, but what do you call it? It was like an emoji, but not an emoji. What do you call those things? Yeah, I have no idea. It was just a silly reaction, like, oh, no way. Anyway, uh, yes, she... Uh, Too bad you couldn't show it right now. I could. Yeah. Well, it's on the page. Go to the Facebook page. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's not, it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's a jug of ass milk. So go to facebook.com slash Julian Dion. If you don't already like it, like it on Insta. And, um, yeah, Mm -hmm. here we are. It's Friday. PM also sent me this morning a news report of uh, the New Brunswick border opening up on June 19th. Whoa. For, for people with immediate family and properties in New Brunswick. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's exciting. June 14th? No, June 19th. June 19th. Yeah, it is. And yeah, that's it. I'm not in no rush now. Uh, now that it's summer, it's so good here. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm really, uh, we're in a good place. Mm-hmm. I want to go down, obviously, at least once. You know, there's no, no place like the East Coast in the summer. But yes. Did you see they rec- <laughs> Did you see they recommend that couples wear masks to have sex? No. This is ridiculous. This has gone on. This is the see now I'm all about wearing masks and and preventing uh you know the spread. Whatever. Let's not get into why. We all know why at this point. But yeah, they say if you uh they recommend couples wear masks to have sex. Are you kidding me? This is this is a little too... Even for me, that's a mask wearer. I'm one of those snowflakes that wears a mask out in public. By the way, protecting you. Snowflake. Yeah, exactly. And Why shit on people that have good intentions? Yeah. So, whatever. What was I saying? 
Well, that couples are supposed to, or not supposed to, but they're suggesting couples wear a mask. Yeah, they suggest uh, you wear a mask during sex. <laughs> they uh, say to avoid oral sex, to take a shower before and after, and what? to wash all surfaces that will be touched. This is the world all we live in now. All surfaces that will be touched on the body. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, th- these are guidelines specifically for sex. It's not like they're going to give three points for sex in one. Oh yeah, wash your countertops too. <laughs> no, Shut for up. for sex they recommend. <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, Who's my God. Re- that? Seems insane. And the news is telling us this anyway. Because I saw, I saw this, I saw a study, uh, it was recommending it a couple days ago, and it said recommended couples wear masks to, to have sex, and then, and then they doubled down on that and added all of the guidelines I just said, on top of wearing a mask, you okay? Yeah. You need a Kleenex there? No, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> well, jeez. Uh, 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 yeah, and then no oral sex, avoid it. And take a shower before and after and wash all surfaces that will be touched. Oh, you know what? I was wondering this too. and um, But I want to give Jordan credit. She's watching right now. She's on the train actually. And she's watching and she said, who is they? Like, what is the source of that? Because that does seem a little bit crazy. And then PM says, I think it's not targeted at couples. It's target to people having sex with new partners or partners not in the same household, which would make sense. Yes, 100%. Because uh, TVA in Quebec uh, aired this yesterday. And it also says reduce the number of partners. Yes, of course. But I also read on the uh, Independent and the Daily Mirror that couples... And I'm looking at it right now. Couples should wear masks while having sex amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Experts say. So couples on top of um, okay, what I find horn conf- dogs. What, uh, <laughs> what I find confusing about that is this, like you can, by the sounds of it, you can catch this quite easily. So when we're out in the grocery store or just you're supposed to stay six feet away. But couples, that would mean that they'd want us to wear masks in the house because a lot of times couples are going to be closer well, together than I mean. six feet. Yeah, but you're saying sex specifically, that article says. So that would indicate to me that that maybe we should be wearing masks all the time in the house if we're going to be closer than six feet away. Yeah. Which is insane. Well, I guess we need separate bedrooms. The experts have spoken. You don't want separate <laughs> of bedrooms. Of course not. It's a joke. Yeah, but you already brought it up. <laughs> it's Tw- the second time today. This is the second today. <laughs> time today that you've brought up separate bedrooms. That's no, because of the coughing. Anyway. I cough once in a while at night. I have allergies. It wakes me up right in my ear canal. My ear is here <coughs> right in the canal. The, in the canal. So dramatic. I'm sorry. Ear hole. What age do people start decide like couples? You know what? We've been sleeping together for... 36 years i think it's time now for because my grandparents had separate bedrooms yeah so did mine my grandmother had the master this lavish beautiful room <laughs> with a, a boudoir and uh a... <laughs> <Boudoir. laughs> what is a boudoir am i using that correctly i think so it's like a, a 
chest. I yeah, think we yeah. have one. I think we have like a boudoir. Like a big hutch and a chest and a big mirror with a big dresser and a huge closet and a That's giant, is. giant bed. And my grandfather had a single bed in a closet. Yeah, but he probably didn't care about a boudoir. Oh, he probably loved it. Like, I'm sure he didn't care. He didn't want a boudoir. And I remember growing up, too, as a kid, one of my friend's parents were older, and they had separate bedrooms. Hmm. She had, again, the big master upstairs, and him downstairs. <laughs> he had a bedroom in the porch downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that sounds cozy. Yeah. You would like that, a porch bedroom? Am I going to have to suggest it for the third time today? Hey. hey. I'm going to scold you like I do the dog. Hey. Oh, he just got up. Whoops. I screwed up. Whoopsie. Oh, you know what he did? He thought I was getting mad at the cats. Our dog, if I do that, will come to our assistance. He thinks that if any scolding is happening, it's to the cats. So he's like, what, what can I do? Can I help out? Mm-hmm. Can he help out? Oh, I also want to mention this. The Washington Times is not a good source, by the way. People see Washington Times and they... Because uh, all these opinion pieces from this super alt-right conservative bias uh, is spreading... Because um, I'm seeing friends and family post this. Oh, my God. Because people mistake the Washington Post for the Washington Times. As soon as you see uh. Washington Times, it just seems like a legitimate thing. Uh, and it's all these opinion pieces. The coronavirus hype, the biggest political hoax in history, the Washington. So I'm seeing friends share it like, oh my God, wow. Anyway, so the Washington, don't share <laughs> things from the Washington Times. The uh, There's going to be peaceful, peaceful protests here in Ottawa today at 3 p.m. for Black Lives Matter. Be careful if you're going to go protest. Fuck, that makes me nervous. You just see, uh, yesterday there was a, a case in Buffalo. Of course, the states are still all on fire. Nothing's getting better. And <laughs> what? Sorry, that was a terrible time to laugh. I'm sorry. Continue. And what was so funny? Nothing. I'll tell you later. Go. Okay. I'm like, the, the, the world is on fire. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. Distracted much? No, it's because the comments are really good today, especially oh. today. I mean, I always love watching the comments. I love this part of it because it's live and you can really connect with people. And like, but it's really good. You can Anyways, connect with people. You're just disconnected with me. <laughs> yeah, I know. So sorry. You're like, I I'm apologize. so connected with the people, but I have no idea no, what's no. happening on the show right now. <laughs> no, no, I promise. Who's on fire? <laughs> oh, I'm on fire. But what else? Oh, the country down. In a good way, there. or that saying, you're on fire. Okay, just keep going. Sorry about no, that. No, literally on fire. No, burning. I know. I'm. I. I'm very sorry. Yesterday, there's this video that went viral. I saw it. Well, it's going viral now. This 75-year-old man is uh, wearing a, a surgical mask, and he's approaching the police. He's a 75-year-old man. He's not threatening or anything like that, and um, he's walking towards them, and they're, you know, 10, 12 cops with the riot shields and the batons and everything, and they push him. And he oh, takes a few steps back, back, back. He can't catch his... Trips, falls, cracks his skull open. No. Yeah. And then the first cop goes to look down. And he's like, ooh. He goes to like tend to him. And the other cop taps him on the shoulder like, let's go. And they all just leave him there. Aww. Other protesters had to... Are the ones that went to, uh, to the scene and got him up and, and helped him or whatever. He's in a stable but critical condition, I guess, in the hospital. Aww. They just push... And so the video is going viral. The two cops are suspended already. 
but I mean that uh, suspended with pay. It's a union thing until further investigation. But this shit is happening everywhere. So hearts go out to uh, our Definitely. American friends that are down there fighting the good fight, and just don't steal shit for the fact for just stealing things. Anyway, that's just heartbreaking. Yeah. So I'm nervous for this protest in Ottawa. We'll see what happens. Already, I'm seeing lawyers. In our nation's capital, offering their services pro bono for anyone wow. get, for anyone getting arrested. So there will be some arrests. There will be some rioting and looting. It just it's going to escalate. There's no question, and there's no question. There's also people that are going to capitalize and take advantage of this to go steal shit tonight in Ottawa. It starts oh, at 3 p.m., so it's still daylight. They didn't they didn't uh, they don't advertise or or say or announce rather announce the routes routes because. Of safety issues, but uh, anyway. Do you think since the protests have already happened in the States and the officers got upgraded on their charges and everything, do you think that maybe it'll be a little more peaceful than we'll what see. happened uh, in the U.S.? I mean... Not really. You look what's happening in Montreal and in Toronto. I mean, we'll see. Still? <clears throat> yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in... New York is just, it's complete anarchy. It's not, it's beyond protesting now. It's just people fighting each other and tipping over cars and looting and burning shit. It's really, really messed up what's happening down there. So we'll see. And you know what? This is just the beginning because, uh, you know, it just happened. So this is not the 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 trial or trial or anything hasn't even happened so we'll see what the sentencing is for these officers involved because in 92 the whole Rodney King thing mm. the riots really started once the verdict came out and they were acquitted those police oh officers gosh. the LA burned down quite li- that was the last time that the the national guard and the army and everything was called in to uh to the city but and and a lot of cities were protesting. If people are comparing people, oh, it's a civil war. It's going to be civil war. It's been, we've been down this path before, and after the civil war, it's not necessarily the civil war. I mean, again, in '92, it happened in the '60s. So we'll see where it escalates. But this is like the first step, the first phase, and we'll see what happens once there's a trial and a sentencing. And and I mean, if he gets anything less than what people think, it's going to happen again. Yikes. Patrick says the protest was smooth here, which is Toronto. Oh, good. And he said people are being warned away from this weekend because they're saying it's planned by randoms and none of the activist groups are involved. Oh, is is there one in Toronto planned to? The one in Ottawa is pretty official. I'm hoping it'll be peaceful. I just, uh, shit, it makes me nervous because it can escalate so quick. People are so on edge. Anyway. Do you want to know what I was laughing at? Yeah, go ahead. That's really funny. PM writes, sleeping on the porch. Jen is trying to get Julian out of the house slowly. Yeah, no, not even. It's not even separate bedrooms now. She's like, the shed is cozy. I would, I would. <laughs> have you considered the shed? It's like camping. You like camping? Go sleep in the shed. <laughs> Patrick says, "Haha, buffalo's burning, Jen." Buffalo's burning. Because I was laughing at buffalo burning. <laughs> <laughs> LMAO. Obviously, I don't think that's funny. Uh, Yeah. Go ahead. No. Are those the uh, comments? 
There's more. You want me to zip through them? Sure. Zip through. Zippity-doo, zippity-doo-dah. So uh, Jordan was asking who released that. I asked you that already. Yeah, about that stat about wearing masks during sex. Mm-hmm. She thinks it's absurd. Yeah, it's it's pretty absurd. And then when we were having our heated discussion about sleeping arrangements, she said, oh my God, drama. Oh my God, if you think that's drama, that was nothing. Yeah. You should see when the camera's off. Ha ha ha, that's not true. So PM says the seven year old, 75-year-old man only looks like he's trying to tell, someone, tell them something. Yeah, he's, he's totally non-threatening. He's a 75-year-old man just walking towards the police. It's very upsetting. They do, they do tell him to back off or back away, and he doesn't, but still, that's no reason to shove a 75-year-old man. I know. I and sure. then PM says, did you see the black protester protecting a cop that got separated in a riot? No. No, I haven't either. That's positive. I can find it. I want to show this right now Melania Trump has got to be so miserable and uh, <laughs> there's uh, two days ago they had another photo op and <laughs> Trump tells her to smile because she's not smiling you got to see this hold on I apologize for our listeners on Apple Podca- Apple Podcasts. If you're just listening. But uh, go on Facebook if you want to see. Maybe you can describe it. So they're standing there for a photo op, and Trump is smiling. And there you go. He tells her to smile, and she tries. <laughs> she tries. She can't even do it. You go here, smile, and look at her face. Always watch her. Oh my God, she's she's she, there's no hiding. She's not even trying to hide the fact that she's completely miserable. Anyway. Oh my gosh, wouldn't you be? Watch, watch. She's like, he smiles, big smile, and then he looks at her and he tells her to smile and watch her face. All right. <laughs> and you smile. She's like, oh, ouch. She is full of hate, it looked like. Also, in the history of the world, has anyone ever told someone to smile and then they smile genuinely? Yeah, mm. I hate being told to smile. When I used to serve, people would say to me, smile, customers. I'm like, that makes me want to frown. The opposite. I know. PM says, can we realize Melania Trump could save this country? All she has to do is leave this motherfucker and tell all she knows about him. I feel like, well, I mean, that, that's the, th- yeah. I feel like she, uh, I feel like they'll they'll probably get a divorce after either this election, if he loses, or in four years. He might, he might get reelected. That's the crazy part. Yikes. Yeah, there's no there's no guarantees. I mean, because the thing is, everything's going to be in the dumps come election in November, the economy, everything's going to be down, but the trajectory will look good. And he's who's responsible for the tra- tra- <clears throat> even uh he's already uh, now 
already he's starting to tweet about wait till next year. Next year is going to be our biggest next year. Next year, it's it's he's capitalizing on the trajectory. You know, if you're at rock bottom, you can only look up, and that's kind of what the strategy he's doing. I, I don't know. People yeah. are saying people are saying fire him, and f- you c- you can't fire him. So the only thing the way to do to our American listeners is to vote. Yeah. In November, so we'll see what the hell happens. But any usual. Well, I mean, I don't want to get political, but no. But we we would, you know, you said that's still a chance that he could get reelected. I think people, like a good chance. People would be shocked, but then I'm sure. Well, everybody was shocked when he first got elected. Probably even the people who voted for him. They were probably like, oh, shit, it actually happened. He was shocked. I think it would be less shocking if he won again than the first time. Because the first time, it just seemed insane. Yeah. And it just seemed like, uh, you know, that's not going to happen. And then... NPM says... About Melania, Melania she, he says, surely she is medicated by force or something. Melania. 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 You say Melania, I say Melania. Daily dose, daily dose, get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose, all your news from coast to all coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Grant. And here's your daily dose for Friday, June 5th, 2020. Ontario is considering stage two of reopening despite the steady stream of new cases. So the daily number of new cases on average daily since, number. <laughs> since May 14th is 371. So uh, we've talked about this before a lot on the podcast. I talk about it, you know, with my with my mom and other people in my family. Like this is not... There's nothing different right now, but people like, you know, we've said many times, it seems like everybody's just out business as usual. Um, Ontario has reported an average of 371 new cases of COVID-19 per day since that time. When uh, May 14th, when Premier Doug Ford announced plans for stage one of Ontario's reopening. So basically they're monitoring the situation and seeing when we start getting a steady decline in numbers, then we can go to stage two, which would allow for a wider number of office-based businesses to reopen and expand the maximum size of social gatherings that's currently limited to five. So really it wouldn't, stage two is not going to change things that much. I think just office-based businesses. And then I thought, from my understanding, I thought people were already meeting over social gatherings over over five, but maybe that's Quebec, I think, is 10 people, isn't it? I don't know. I haven't been following the guidelines enough. I just kind of keep to... uh, I just stay here most of the time. Mm -hmm. It's crazy the differences in all the provinces. Like, British Columbia has not reported more than 30 cases in a single day since May 6th. More than 30 cases? A day Mm. since May 6th. Like, they're doing really, really well. And then even if And they were one of the worst provinces at first. Yeah, and she's she's really uh, that doctor. Um, her name is escaping me right now, but she's really being held in high regard. And oh, Doctor Katz's mother. <laughs> but um, yeah, people are really revering her. In other stories, uh, the NBA took a major step toward getting back on the court Thursday. Did you hear about this, Jules? 
Are they going to play at Disney or something yeah, like that? Yeah, with the league's uh, Board of Governors approving a 22-team format for restarting the league season next month at the Disney campus near Orlando. So it's one of the first steps toward getting it rolling again. Roughly 15% of what would have been the full NBA regular season won't be played, which means players stand to lose around $600 million in salary. Mm. <laughs> it's a lot, six hundred million. Yeah, but that, that what's not one person, right? Collectively, they're still all millionaires. Oh yeah, I'm sure everything's going to be okay. How that process will work is among the issues that the league and the union are still working to solve. And uh, yeah, so that's you know little by little, things are somewhat getting back to normal. I'm sure they're figuring out how to do that in a safe way. In the grocery store? No. You said NBA? they're figuring out how to doing it, do it in a in a safe way. Oh God! I was waiting for the corny punchline. <laughs> I was like, "Where is that? How? Where is he going with this?" In other stories, uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says a COVID nineteen vaccine must be shared by the world in order to eradicate the disease. It's funny what's in the news is like. To me, I read stuff and I'm like, well, yeah, obviously. Like, it's funny how we have to fight for these things. Like, Canada is campaigning for a coveted seat on the UN Security Council on a platform to help of helping to rebuild the post-pandemic world. And in, in what Justin Trudeau is trying to do is make sure that this vaccine is uh, available to everyone. The people that you know, are in the uh, poorer countries, people who don't have access to um, doctors as much as other people. And so, but it's funny, like, why is that need to be fought for? Like, shouldn't that just be a given? Yeah. Ugh. Trudeau joined leaders from 50 countries and major organizations, including philanthropists Bill and Melinda. Melinda Gates at the International Pledging Conference, which hopes to raise nearly $10 billion for Gavi, the Vaccine Alliance, the leading agency for distributing vaccines to less developed countries. So I wonder when that vaccine will be available. That's going to... Did you see Trudeau pause for 21 seconds when they asked him about Trump? No. Yeah, they asked 21 seconds? Yeah, they asked him about... uh, They asked him about the... <clears throat> what he thinks of the handling down there and everything, and that he's been reluctant to reply or, or give a an answer. Here, let me play it. Okay. Hold on now. Hold on now. While you're doing that, um, I'm sure that political... You know when you watch like Law and & Order and the, or movies where the lawyers are trying to coach their clients on how to be... Um, what do you call that? Interviewed? What do you call that? like um in the courtroom and they're always like don't be very careful how you answer this don't tell them more than what you need you know lawyers are always like they're going to try to throw you under the bus they're going to be trying to get you riled up they're going to ask you questions be very careful how you answer them i'm sure it's similar kind of training when you're the prime minister Uh, trump needs that training but prime minister yeah go ahead reluctant to comment on uh, the words and actions you've been reluctant to comment on uh, the words and actions of the u.s president but we do have donald trump now calling for military action against protesters we saw protesters tear gas yesterday to make way for a presidential photo op i'd like to ask you what you think about that and if you don't want to comment what message do you think you're sending 
Oh, jeez. Anyway, <laughs> and consternation. What's going? On. Imagine you're just like, uh, yeah. Because the reporter asked him in a way that he can't, he can't not answer. So he's like, ooh. Not in the United States. Yeah. Anyway, he said. Yeah, that last sentence is hilarious. And by not comment commenting, what do you think that sends the message to? But seriously, think about. I admire Trudeau and his pauses actually because he, you need to pause and take a second. Trump doesn't do that. That's why he's like a child. Mm-hmm. Well, that's one of the many reasons. I mean, that's... One of the many, yeah. Why do you not like Trump? Well, he doesn't pause before answering. Well, actually, you know, you, you can joke if you want, but that's why he says a lot of stupid things. Yeah. It's If you read self-help books, that's one of the first things that, that uh, they say or even go to a therapy Take a minute and don't react emotionally. Take a second to think about what you're going to say next. And he's president. Like, how does he not know that? Dum, dum, We're dum, not dum. sure. Dum, 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 dum. So here's some good news. Employer, um, an employer in New Zealand, an attorney, welcomes back 14 workers. And she surprises them with $1,000 bonuses. And... It is a good news story because, number one, people are able to get back to work. Number two, they were nervous. They were interviewed afterwards. They were nervous about because there was a meeting and they're bringing everybody back and to talk about the future of the firm and everything else. And people don't know about their jobs. Like right now, there's so much uncertainty about the future. And instead of getting pink slips and being laid off, she gave everybody $1,000 in cash to be spent specifically for on small businesses in their local area. Oh, that's good. I know. Who did this? That was a, a New Zealand attorney who mm-hmm. has a, um, a firm with 14 employees. And uh, yeah, sure, it might only be 14 employees, but what a great positive story. Because a lot of the small local businesses were suffering. Right. So it's a win-win that way gets the economy going and yeah so that i'm i'm ending on a positive note that is your daily dose for today on friday june 5th daily dose anyway get the news from coast to coast daily dose daily dose all your news from coast to coast headlines from jim graham i'm gonna throw up hmm Say what? Nothing. Did you say I'm going to throw up? This episode of the Julian Dion Show is brought to you by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Once again, yes, that's right. Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com and get yourself, or the hot sauce lover in your life, a wide array of some of the best ever salsas, salsitas. Salsitas. Hot sauces and grilling sauces and barbecue sauces and jellies and hot sauces and salsas and <laughs> it's really really good stuff it's amazing stuff we've done three episodes where we've tasted some product on the air some of our most popular episodes in fact doug knight our friend and yours chef by trade is obsessed with finding the perfect balance between heat and flavor 
And he nails it every time. It's so good. He sure does. Do yourself a favor. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. Gringosblazingsauces.com. It's free shipping for orders over $40 in Canada, and they ship all over North America. So do you... You do you. <laughs> Speaking of supporting small businesses. Yes. Good segue. Here, let's... Why did she give them a thousand bucks? To support local businesses. Well, speaking of supporting local businesses, this episode of the Julian Dion Show is brought to you once again by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. <laughs> Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. <laughs> when I say local, I mean small business. And when I say local, I also mean Canada. Because, uh, yeah. Yes. We get our legs, uh, our legs, <laughs> our eggs locally. We get them from Vancouver Island. <laughs> Steve uh, Steve Glassman says, "Hey, you're live and in English." Hey, Steve Glassman. Yes, of course. I gave the last name because we have another Steve listener that's often watching. So, right. I uh, yes, yeah, Steve. Believe it or not, I actually started. I met Steve doing French. Steve is a, a producer and of the Just for Laughs Gala. Okay. He does the English galas in in Montreal every summer, but he lives in Edmonton and he does the French galas that we do in January. And I've done uh, two cool. or three in January, so we met there, hit it off. Love Steve. His brother is um, humble from Humble and Fred. Oh, okay, cool. Anyway, so I've only met Steve doing French comedy, but yeah, I've been doing English comedy much longer, coming up on fourteen years. And in English, and three years in French. So, yeah, buddy. Cool. So, yes, to Very those cool. who uh, know me only as a French comedian. And it must be crazy to see you just speaking so, like, perfectly in French with no accent, or English with no accent. Like, you have no accent. Sometimes I do a little bit. Very small, like, very minor. But, yeah, uh, anyway, Steve, love cool. Steve and... Uh, his wife, the first year, his wife was a our, our driver, drove us around, and they were short staffed, so she volunteered. And anyway, really hit it off. It's lots of laughs, LOL. Or no, laugh out loud, that is. I keep messing that up. <laughs> Steve said, You're funnier in English. Oh, <laughs> wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you understand French? Maybe that's why. <laughs> no, but uh, also Steve uh, the other day sent me a message going, "Whoa, you're you're not uh, wearing the suit anymore, Mister Dress Up." And uh, no, I'm not wearing the suit at home. <laughs> I thought about it at first. I'm like, should I? Because it's kind of been uh, the last two years when I perform. Always, no matter what show I do, I wear a three-piece suit. Remember performing live? I'm doing a anyway. And so, but doing this, no, I just dress uh, normal. Mm -hmm. I'm actually not even wearing pants right now, which is not a joke. Do you have your straps on, though? Of course. Posture straps and my deep V, always. <laughs> Keep that back straight. Uh, I should get them as a sponsor. 100%. And that other sponsor we're working on. Yeah. Can't wait to tell you about that. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I'm doing a Zoom show at the end of this month. Oh, yeah, I forgot about a corporate, that. That's going to be in English, a corporate for Microsoft, and I'm really nervous. Thankfully, it's only 15 minutes, but, I mean, I haven't performed in... in this is the first time in 14 years of taking this long. I mean, every comedian, there's no... Ditto. Everybody is in the same boat. And uh, 
Yeah, I'm kind of uh, sharding my pants a bit here. <laughs> it's going to be weird to do a corporate from the comfort of my own. Like if you bomb, I'm just like Ugh. sweating in the house. I might not want to come back in the studio after that. I'll be like, I've got bad memories in that closet. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to do it there? Here, Oh, yeah. I'm just sitting down like this and just talk. I'm not going to stand. At first, I was like, maybe I'll stand up and, and use the... The mic you're using and and kind of do, I'm like that's kind of seems forced. So I'm just gonna. I think I'm just gonna sit. And that'll be my opener. Hey, I'm so used to stand up comedy, but this is <laughs> sit down comedy. <laughs> oh, hey ho! I haven't you done could, this in a while. You could joke about like I like that joke you just said about uh, hopefully this goes well or you know, like usually when you're out of place and a uh, venue and the show is awkward you can leave and never go back but this is going to be in your house yeah you're like right next to the kitchen like every time you look over at whatever you're going to be like oh yeah that it's going to be like this wait oh, i don't have a thing but uh hold on hold patience on. talk to yourself is a virtue um take a moment to just breathe in can you grab me an incense stick Sure. Real quick. Like kind of fast. Anyway, so uh, this is the new normal. I've, I've, I know a lot of comedians that have done Zoom shows, and it's not that bad because there's a... You can... Um, on Zoom, compared to being live on Facebook, there's no delay, and you can hear people. They mute the mic. But I guess also what's happening on these Zoom shows are... People are... Uh, People are thank you. Are talking back? They're like, they're answering. It's like they forget how to act at a comedy show. So people, you do a bit and you hear like a few people say, "Oh yeah, this happened to me one time." It's like don't. So, we'll see. It's a whole new world. A whole <laughs> new world. This this is what's gonna happen if it doesn't go well. Okay. This is my impression. We. Oui. Of this is my impression of what's gonna happen every time I see the closet if I bomb on this corporate. Just going about my day, walking around the house, everything's normal, having a good day really. Then all of a sudden I catch a glimpse of the closet. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That Microsoft corporate where... <laughs> I was supposed to do 15 minutes and did nine because... <laughs> nobody realized how to mute their mics. <laughs> and there was that one guy I heard say... Are we paying for this shit? <laughs> And then everybody laughed at his comment more than <laughs> my bits. Ah. We've all been there. Oh, yes, the closet where I said, so what have you guys been up to? And everybody said, we don't want to hear about COVID-19. I said, well, I've got 15 minutes on the stuff, so. 
Then a few of the squares disappeared right away, and that is the equivalent of walking a room. <laughs> All right, the closet. Where I had a corporate for Microsoft, and they withheld half of my pay. <laughs> you know what? It's actually helping doing this because I'm realizing none of that doesn't... I'm going worst case scenario and even if all of that happened, I wouldn't give a shit. Who cares? <laughs> who gives a... Who gives a flying... That's something therapists do, actually. Okay, let's imagine the worst. Okay, the, Are you okay? Oh, sorry. The worst would be... Uh, yeah, really, who cares? The worst... That should, that should actually comfort me to know that I'm home. I'm in my home. Uh, who cares? What, what's, it's not going to hurt <laughs> physically. It's just on the internet. Uh, I love how you're, you're putting your mouth on that incense stick and actually looking like you're taking a puff. Yes. It's called acting. Whoa. I am so sorry about that. Yes. Anyway, so I'm uh, a little nervous for that, but I wonder how drive-in shows are doing. Would you do a drive-in show? Hmm. Like I don't want to. I that's, heard, I that's heard my first. That's my first reaction. Uh, but like, how can I? I want to hear people laugh and see them laugh. That's why I like doing comedy. Well, they're doing the shows where, in in, in lieu of laughter. They're honking their horns. Ugh. I no, I, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I, no, like, I guess if I needed to make money, I would do it. That's the honest answer. If you want to know the honest answer, there's, and I mean, I know I'm not What's alone. What's the dishonest answer? The dishonest answer would be, yes, if I'm bringing joy to other people and making them laugh and if honking is the only way I can know that they're actually laughing then that's the selfless dishonest answer but know, what I do know. I want to do I don't want to do jokes where people honk to let me know that they're enjoying it no I was asking a friend who was doing a show for seniors outside basically outside a senior's home so they all come out on their balcony and it's like three walls outside exterior walls and then you go go in the back of a truck with you know a pa system mm -hmm. and all these seniors senior citizens like you know that are in an old age home basically are there and watching and i go oh dude how do you feel about that, that sounds awful and same thing i was expecting an honest answer he's an honest guy he's like now i live for this to bring joy to people in such a hard time i'm like oh come on please can you not admit it's going to be hard yeah. First of all, I wouldn't want to do that show in front of all of these people in a in a comedy club, mm -hmm. let alone on these balconies outside. It also feels uneven in terms of the power dynamic. Like, I don't want people to oh, and and you don't you don't have that sense of focus from the audience. Like, gigs go well whenever people are really listening and you're focused on the like I don't want to be I don't want I can imagine the cars like there's people in there they're chatting they're distracted they don't hear the setup and then the punchline happens and they go this person sucks because why I, would they be distracted they're parked watching because <clears throat> why would they be any more distracted than sitting there because you're you're in there with your friends 
uh, your family, something happens inevitably, pass me this, pass me the chips, and they're loud, and, and oh, shit, I spilled something, or... Uh, uh, At so- least you don't oh, hear there's, it. Oh, there's they're... fluff on your sweater. Yeah, but they're not paying attention. There's fluff on your sweater. You know, anything. <laughs> But like, then they're not paying attention. You need 100% focus and stand up for it to be funny. That's the most wholesome heckle ever, but there's fluff on your sweater. (laughs) Excuse me, what was that? I heard some... Oh, sorry, I was just telling my mother-in-law there's fluff on her sweater. (laughs) I heard, heard, because that was my first thought too. I'm like, I don't want to do any of these shows. Zoom, I don't want to do driving shows, but I've heard relatively positive feedback. People are saying, obviously, it's not like being in a club. But the uh, the 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 driving shows I've actually heard really good feedback, especially the driving shows. It would be hard to do a driving show that it's not patched in on the radio. It's got to be one of those where it's patched in through the sound system. Otherwise, mm-hmm. then you're just you, you might lose some stuff. But yeah, I heard it's it's good because people will will honk. That sounds awful, the honking. But I guess it's not that bad. I guess it's like uh, it's reaction. To uh, to your bit, so you can kind of just do it. I don't know. Maybe it'll recondition us all like Pavlov's dog. Instead of now, afterwards, after here, after the shows, instead of Go being ahead. angry from honks, you'll be like, oh, it's associated with laughter and positive responses. Like the next time I'm in um in a traffic jam, or somebody cuts me off, or and and or I cut them off by accident, and then they honk at me, they'll be like. Oh, positivity i love when they cut you off they cut you off but when you do it is by accident <laughs> like if somebody cuts me off and i go to or if i cut them off accidentally, by <laughs> yeah, accident. well, i don't want people thinking i'm just actually sometimes i uh i am a little assertive because i got the the quebec license plate you, you know do this saying? move where what if you're in a passing stop. lane stop just <laughs> i don't I, I can already tell i don't want to hear this if you're in a passing lane uh, and someone puts their blinker to to come in, you speed up. You're like, not in my lane. This is my space. Like if a big truck. Do we are we bringing up things we do when we drive now? Because no. we can also bring up things. No, that we're bringing we, up things you do when you drive. I'll bring it. up something that you do. You get in big oh, fights. You sounded like uh, what's that actor? Uh, big, you get. Oh, in, I'll bring up things you you do. Uh, what's that old actor? Don't uh, distract. Shit. Uh, I'm not helping you out with this. Chris Quigley does an impression of him. Uh, I know who it is and I'm not telling you. Can you just tell me, please? No, (laughs) because it's helping your (laughs) diss against me. Oh, 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 I'll tell you something about you, mister. I wonder if anyone knows. John Wayne or... No, no. I know who it is. Can you please tell me? No. It's not you. We're just, we're just. For, I don't care. For the sake of the listener, not even no. me, because it's frustrating to listen to as a listener and you don't know. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They know. All right. Well, I'm going to have to show some Chris Quigley clips until we find it. Uh, good luck. Fi- go find a clip. <laughs> find a clip right now. I'd love to see the clip. Jimmy Stewart. Ha ha. You finally got it. <laughs> you uh, bitch. You niche. Yeah. You're not. Always pleasant to drive with either, mister. Oh, no, I'm a know-it-all when it comes to driving. Oh, you're, you get in fights. Remember that we've been driving on highways and you get in fights where I think we're going to roll the car. (laughs) I'm getting better. Yeah, you are better. This happened actually about a couple months ago. I got into a huge fight with, (laughs) on the highway here in Quebec, coming home, this guy 
remember the pickup truck? Yes, I do. We almost got in an accident and flipping the bird. Then I noticed there's like a child in his front seat. And he was driving a company car. And being a bigger person, I came home, found the company on Facebook, found him. Because the company's name, it was like a construction company, but his name limited, like his name construction. Right. And uh, I sent him an apology. Wowee. Did you know that? Did I'm, I tell you that? Yes, but I'm very, very, you know what I'm most impressed? Well, I'm very impressed with that. I'm really impressed that you were able to find him. Well, it's really easy. What do you mean? Well, because... If there's a, if you had a company you called Gen Grant Construction... Yeah, hold on. Uh, and hold then you on go, there, Gen Grant Construction like, how did you find it? Way to give me shit when I'm giving you a compliment. <laughs> so when that when that was happening... You hadn't told me what the name of the company was, and then you had to go and do something, and I was like, oh my gosh, how did you even find him? So I looked, I looked for that name, and I, anyway, it was, I didn't find it, and then when you sent me the, the company's name, then I saw it, but I wasn't able to find that. I guess you'd looked at the name on the van, and anyway, I think it's really nice that you did that. And then he also was very nice, wasn't he? Yeah. We and had also a couple exchanges because uh, my my actual f- the first instinct was because I knew the company name I'm gonna go I'm gonna one star rate him on all the platforms on everything I'm gonna complain that's what my instinct wanted to do and then I'm like okay breathe do the opposite so I messaged him I said listen I didn't realize you had a child that was uh, immature we're both grown men what the hell are we doing and I apologize and he he. Uh, he messaged back and we had a little exchange, positive exchange, and all was forgiven. And do you think you would have done that if there wasn't a child in there? Yeah. I was just trying to, a couple times in my life where my instinct was to tell someone to fuck off, I would just kind of do the opposite. And it's so rewarding. It's it's like it's hard at first because you feel like, oh, you just want to give them peace of your mind. And then I was like... Then you give him a piece of your head instead. That's, Hi. That's a beautiful waste of time mm. uh, lyric. The song at the beginning of the shoe. Yes. But so anyway, a, a couple times. One time was um, when I left Yak Yaks a few years ago. You know, I wanted to be all, I forced myself, do the opposite, sent this really nice letter and it was all good. Yeah, I think we want to be right. That's the world we live in right now. Everybody wants to be right and it's annoying. Is the more evolved person who has their shit together can take a breath and be like, well. Yeah. All right. Let's go for the close. What do you say? Love it. Sometimes these fly by. Today I was looking at the clock nonstop. Oh. Going, wow. do we do a short one? Do we do a short one? Do we I do didn't. short one? I didn't. I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks to everybody for watching. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Thanks to Steve for being here. First time listener. Yeah. And uh, that's that. And thanks to all the people that uh, keep coming back. You know who you are. We love you. You know who you are. We're live Monday to Friday at 7 a.m. right here on Facebook. That means it's really early in Edmonton. That means it's 5 a.m. and early bird, Steve. Don't tell me nothing, I don't need to know Don't tell me who we're at, I don't have to go You okay? I got a head like a ready two, three A ready two? I've got a head like a ready two?
Let me hi- let me harmonize high. Waste of time. Waste of time. <laughs> We're butchering the song. Sorry, Mike Bennett. <laughs> All right, that's it. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Uh, once again, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Tuned in radio, Spotify, all those things. Live on Facebook, Monday to Friday. Thank you for being with us. Enjoy your weekend. We'll be back on Monday. And as always, watch your head. I'm counting the minutes till we get back watch here. Watch your head. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Yeah, 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 yeah.